but to give you an understanding of my background, my thought process, <clears throat> growing up in a single parent home where my moms wore like multiple hats, she had to be both, you know, both people, both parents for two young men. She had to wear the mother hat and the father hat. Um, Joyce and Lane Block did a hell of a job. Neither of us have felonies. We've never been in jail. Juvenile don't count. We in our 30s, so fuck out of here. Uh, decent students at school, et cetera, et cetera. You feel me? I mean, I feel like my mom had uh, a great life. It was fast, but she, she did her thing. You only live once anyway, so fuck it. You feel me? I, I'm with it. Uh, and the only reason I'm with it is because she had no regrets. I mean, I'm pretty sure she had some, but they weren't bad enough. Not for her to stop doing what she was doing. You feel me? But, like I said, growing up in a single-parent home, a whole different category with my mom's. She was transparent, though. Watching my mom's romance life was like watching every character of Set It Off mixed with Good Times meets The Cosby Show. Like, <laughs> for real. It was fucked up, but it, at the same time, it, she was transparent as fuck. Like, she would tell us how things were supposed to be or what she thought they were supposed to be versus to how we were witnessing them. Like, how we would watch them go through uh, her experiences. She would explain that shit to us. That shit was crazy. My dad, though, man, his absolute focus was on other shit. My man was putting that pecker everywhere, B. Oh, my goodness. If you could hold a rabbit still long enough, he would have put that junk up in there. You feel me? I can't even lie. I can't even hold you. My dad was putting it down. He was being productive, as my grandfather would say. However, now that I'm in my 30s, and I've had various conversations with his relatives uh, and some of my brothers and sisters, uh, some of them, they probably going to disagree with what I'm saying, but it is what it is. You know, he had his mind on other shit. Yo, welcome back, man. I appreciate you for listening, tuning in to your boy. Another episode of Young G, you know what I'm saying? Guapo Hapo, it's your boy. Talking my shit, popping my shit. You feel me? Let's talk about courting versus coding, folks. White folks, y'all get to court one another. You feel me? It's all in the movies and in the books. It's in everything. Y'all get to go to the movies ice skating, roller skating, fucking all types of shit. Y'all get to go everywhere a motherfucker could go on a date as children. You feel me? Y'all get all of that shit from the beginning, from day one. Not to mention, y'all come up in households where you have both parents. Black people come up in households where we only have one. Let's just point out, you know, the obvious shit first. You know what I'm saying? I can't even come up with no clever white names right now, but you know how that shit go. Rebecca met Daryl. Uh, no, Daryl's a black name. Wait a minute. Rebecca met fucking Ryan, and then they made a baby. Yada, yada, yada. Bullshit, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Black folks, the story gonna be colorful as fuck. You feel me? This nigga met my Tony met. Jackie, Jackie cheated on Tony with Jerome. Tony cheated on Jackie with Shirley. It's a whole tangle web of shit. On top of that, when you cheat in the white community, the motherfuckers verbally stone you. 
Those motherfuckers do everything to you that you could possibly do to a motherfucker without beating their ass like a black person would do. Or like destroying them in some type of way. Whether it be financially or emotionally. Black people find a way to destroy you. But white folks, oh, they go at your character, your morals, your, varo- your values, your upbringing. They go into all of that shit on your motherfucking ass. You be like, God damn. What the fuck? You, they, they will act like you murdered somebody. But at the same time, love your ass. Because what black people don't do, when we get mad at each other, we cut motherfuckers off. Our cutoff game is lethal. That's detrimental to relationships. When white people, y'all get mad at each other, y'all stick with, stick, still stick with one another. Did you hear that? Black people, listen. Even though you get mad at a motherfucker, now, don't get me wrong, depending on the crime, especially in a love-hate relationships, building relationships, period. Even though a person makes you mad, apologize to them. Get over it. Like, don't hold that shit to the day they die so we can continue to build together. Like, isn't that the whole purpose of us all at some point? Like, damn. But love makes it difficult because you, you're attracted to this person. And not only that, sex clouds judgment. But to keep it to where we are, to keep it like where we are right now, we don't get any of that as black people. Y'all have the perfect upbringing as white, as white people most times. Y'all get to court one another. You get to go on dates. You get to, you get to, to, to sit down and heal. You get to sit down and converse. And, and I don't know if that's the correct word, but you get to do it. Uh, y'all, y'all have these long, drawn-out conversations about what's supposed to happen, what needs to happen, what's going to happen, what's happening right now. Black people don't have time for that because we're too busy doing other shit, just to be honest. That's why we call it coding. On top of which, coding is like, again, I didn't grow up with the typical upbringing, so... I had to just go with it, honestly. My mom would ask me questions like, what do you really know about love? Why do you only have one girlfriend? Why do you only have one girlfriend? Mama, how am I, how the fuck am I supposed to answer that at 14, 15, 17? Why do you only have one girlfriend? Mama, I don't know. I'm trying to get more than three or four and you, you not happy with that what the fuck my own mama like (laughs) what alright then you can ask your questions to Jesus cause this motherfucker can't answer I promise I can't we can laugh about it all day I can try we can speculate on why my mama would ask me some shit like that but damn I remember this one conversation we had when I was like 16. My mom asked me a lot of questions about this chick I was into. And she was telling me how I should be careful on having conversations with people that when you, you know, when you divulge and when you give a person information, that they may arm themselves with that information. This is at 16 now. Not knowing that this same little girl would take the stuff that I was telling her and fucking use it against me. It's like my mama was listening on the phone. I ain't know what to do. 
I, could, I threw up in my mouth a little bit and I swallowed. I was like, God damn. So at the same time, it's like, why not listen to this person? Why do I only have one girlfriend? My bad. I was listening to my mother. Because again, I didn't grow up with that typical upbringing. My mom did everything under the sun that you would think. You'd be like, wait a minute. They should have wrote a, a, a wrote a book or filmed a movie for this lady. This lady was on some other shit. You feel me? My mama dated this one dude, and it was an abusive relationship. But at the same time, after they were fighting shit, my mama would be like banged up and bruised up. Not necessarily like lumps on her head and shit like that, but she definitely had a busted lip twice. That definitely happened twice. And after one of those altercations, my mom would, would firmly have a conversation with me and my brother and say, listen, this is what happened. This is why this happened. When I'm done trying to change this man, I'll leave. So, wait a minute. You want me to sit here and watch you get your ass beat, mama? God dang. Are you really fucking with your boy? Now you really fucking with I'm out here being a whole nice guy. You hear me? But bitches don't respect that shit no more. Niggas don't want no, bitches don't want no nice guy. My bad for saying niggas. I'm definitely not on no gay shit. Women don't want no nice nigga. You know what I'm saying? They don't want no nigga that's gonna be like a hundred with them at the same time and treat them right and shit. They don't want no nigga that's gonna open doors for them and you know what I'm saying? Treat their kids right. They don't want that shit, bro. They don't want that dog. If they do, if they get, if you get one like that and she really want that, hold on to it. Treat her right. Cause motherfucker gotta prove it. Motherfucker gotta stand on what they say, bro. You need to hold them to their same shit. You need to be raising your sons to say, listen, treat your body like a temple too. You feel me? Treat your body like a temple too. Don't put your peck up in every little girl that's running up out here. You feel me? Just like they say they treat their virginity like it's golden. Treat yours the same way. Your manhood is, is just as fertile and as fragile and as just as, as gentle and as innocent as hers. So you don't need to be disposing it on anybody. Because it ain't just to be given away like that. We just as valuable as they are. And we need to treat our young men as such. You feel me? Y'all need to act like, you know what I'm saying, that's what's going on out here. You want your kids to be bit. You want your kids to be different. You want your kids to be better. Treat them better. Show them better. You know what I'm saying? I hear you out here talking about what you want to do, what you don't want to do. And you know what I'm saying? And your baby daddy going through this, this, and this. But shit, you ain't doing no different about your kids. No way. I had a conversation with another co-worker of mine, a good friend of mine, actually two good friends of mine. And I wasn't going to speak on the whole Derrick Jackson situation. But they said I brought up some valid points and I should bring them to y'all. So I will. So if you're a man, you can't make a come up off of exploiting a woman. You'd be looked at like a bitch. That's just it. As a man, you got to create your own lane. You got to create your own wave. You got to pop your own shit. I mean, that's why I'm here. But you can't make a come up off of a woman. What, what what man made a come up off of exploiting a woman? I gotta know. I gotta know. 
like this lady making a come up off exploiting dude or exploiting people, period. Men can't go around doing it. That's a double standard. Because if it's safe for y'all, it should be safe for us, right? Shit, that's how, that's how the game go. You got women out here that cheat on men, run men to the ground, destroy us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all the LLYs you can come up with, and then you scamper off with the next dude. Women do the same thing men do. And on top of that, women are way better at it. I'm a man and I can just admit that shit. Men, we want to do that. We just get distracted. We get distracted with other stuff. We want to we wanna go get some more money. We want to go get another woman even. We may want to go get another car. We may, may want to go get another house. We may want to invest in something. It's just the level of treachery starts to taper off or taper off, I mean, at some point. Y'all shit go up. It like it get worse over time. You be like, damn, it just didn't even take a day off. Let alone a week off, a month off. What the fuck? I took this man's whole life off his little come up because he couldn't have got that much money. He couldn't have been living the dream. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't have been out here like balling out of control just from talking shit on Facebook. Couldn't have been. No way. I don't see it happening, folks. Not happening. If that man, that man was making money off making videos in his car, we all should have been doing that shit. Everybody got an opinion, just like everybody got an asshole. Because I'm with old boy. If you was listening to him and you ended your relationship due to his advice, you may be entitled to compensation. You might be entitled to some other conversation too because y'all might be slow listening to a random motherfucker sitting in their car talking about some slick shit. On top of that, don't you know a motherfucker doing that anyway? Don't you know a person right now that's living the life he talking about right now? So what's new? That's my whole shit. What makes this dude any different? You know what? He black. Black folk do that to black folk. White folk don't do that to white folks, though. You think Dr. Phil cheated on his wife? I do. If he got a wife, because that man ain't funny looking as hell, but he probably got a wife, because he's a successful white dude. If he ain't cheated, kudos to him. But if he does, you know what keeps him safe? Money. Derek Jackson ain't got no motherfucking money. But here you is, another person, shitting on another person for a smaller come up. I can't do it, folks. I don't rock like that. And I ain't knocking it. I just, it, I don't get down like that. I'm sorry. And again, it's my motherfucking podcast. I can talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. You can send it to that bitch if you want to. It's the truth, though. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to come up off of somebody else just to be like, oh, you haven't, you, you, you out here doing some fuckery. Get the fuck out of here. Her brother probably fuck off on his wife. The fuck? But here you out here exploiting this guy for doing dumb shit. 